I'm Justin. And I'm Clarissa. Together, we're raising three boys. Jet, who's four. Jace, our three-year-old. And Baby Jones. This podcast is all about sharing our stories of a fun, messy, and chaotic day-to-day life. Days can be rough, and finding breaks is hard. But there's no question the time of the day when we can get every kid to sit down. Snack time. Oh boy, here we are with another podcast. <laughs> yep, we are, what, almost middle of April by now? Yeah, we are currently, but tonight we're going to be sharing a, an interview conversation that we had with friends of ours, Andrew and Samantha Ross. Yeah. And which we did a few weeks ago. Yes, and since that interview, they have actually made the big move to their new home. Home. Yeah, in southern Ohio. So they're no longer up here in middle. Central. It's, it's middle Ohio. <laughs> it's not. No, you know you know what, you're right. It's <laughs> more southern Ohio. So leave the directions to me. You yeah. just sit in the car and look pretty. Yeah, that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, so Sam and Andrew, they've uh, went down south. Uh, good luck to them. Excited for them and this new opportunity that they have for their family. But uh, some of the things and the big one of the big key takeaways and Sam talked about it, I remember, is, you know, this time of waiting Mm -hmm. and, you know, everyone has a time of waiting and sometimes you wait a long time and sometimes you wait and uh, you get twice as much as what you asked for. And you'll hear all about that with them. We, and just for the record too, um, we got to know Sam and Andrew from our church. They're really good, close and dear friends of ours. So we're a little sad that they moved away, but they talk about their move and kind of where God's leading them in this point of their life now. And yeah, like Justin just said, there's some uh, double the fun there. Yeah. And, you know, (laughs) to, to that point too of, you know, meeting them through church and, you know, developing a friendship. Troy and Krista, when they were on, we had that kind of discussion and and all of the people that we've interviewed so far um, have have these relationships with other families, with kids that they do life with through church. So it's a huge way to to have friendships of with people who are like minded and have the same values and and people that you want your children to be around and you don't mind if they are. Uh, you know, helping parent with you along the way. And so it's kind of cool to uh, see that. And, you know, Troy and Krista talked about the importance of having that sense of community and and those people around you and your church family to help you through parenting. And Sam and Andrew uh, were one of those close couples for us for the time that they've been here and, and will continue to be friends and just looking forward to continuing that friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited to get to share some of this interview with everybody. And hopefully if you are in a season of waiting, um, hopefully this speaks to you. And if not, there's some goodies too. Yep. Everyone enjoy our interview with Andrew and Samantha Ross. Welcome Sam and Andrew to our home. Thank you. For uh, 
our interview with you guys tonight. <laughs> Sam's a little nervous because... I'm not nervous. I've just never done this before. <laughs> Everyone oh. else here is a professional. <laughs> You're me just fine. Me. Trust me. There's no one here that's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Trust oh, me. Man. But uh, I mean, we, this has been a long time coming. Sam and I have been begging for for all of us to get together for a podcast for a while. Yeah, to do beyond manly things mm-hmm. with Andrew and I. Yeah. You guys just which hasn't start. recorded in no two or three months now. Well, life happened. It's called <laughs> twins. <laughs> yeah, which we'll get into mm-hmm. that tonight. But uh, tonight's going to be a little bit of an unconventional uh, interview. Hey, we have a special guest as well, <laughs> other than Sam and Andrew. We have our, how old is he? Nine months or eight months? Yep, he's nine months. Nine month old Jones is in the building with. He's trying to eat the microphone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wait, is that a bottle or what is that? So this could, there's maybe some nice background noise in, uh, in tonight's uh, interview. So. Hey, it's all about parenting, so I mean, you know, yeah. it works out perfect. Well, yeah, what's Keep more real than this? <laughs> we can watch you guys parent as we talk about parenting. Uh, there you go. <laughs> take take notes on what not to do. <laughs> so tonight, the way that we like to start, well, actually, we can tell everyone a little bit um, of how we know you guys and like what's what's going on in your life and and uh, so we met you guys. You, Andrew, moved in. You and Sam moved in to be the youth pastor at our church. And uh, here we are a couple years later, and uh, you guys are ready to move on to your next venture. Actually, Fly here in coop. like here in like a couple weeks. weeks here. Yeah. Yes. Two weeks from today. So we're, we're getting this in now. Because we won't ever see you again. Don't say <laughs> that. Never it. again. <laughs> Even though Clarissa's sister lives in the same town we're moving to. So we will. We will see each other. Yeah. We only see her once a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just hitch a ride with her when she comes to Mount Vernon. But no, it's a, it's a, been fun to get to know you guys, become friends with you guys and your family, your entire family and our boys and and your son Judah and your other two little ones here recently. And we'll get into that, but um, let's just start out here with a couple of rapid fire questions just to get the night rolling. Let's do it. All right. Clarissa, I'll start. I'll start. Yeah. Speed (laughs) round. I will start. Okay. So Andrew, you answer first, then you Sam. Okay. Ready? Favorite color. Green. Yellow. Favorite scent. Uh, leather. It's the same. What? <laughs> leather. I, I I like that. I, I like leather. Uh, I was gonna say eucalyptus spearmint. I thought that's what you were gonna say too. Leather. No? Okay, leather. Doesn't <laughs> manlier. Leather yeah. is manlier, and it is. There's something to it. Okay. Favorite zoo animal. Bear. Sea turtle. What kind of bear? Grizzly. Favorite food. Tacos. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> and you know it is because she answered that fast yeah uh last band or singer you listen to coulter wall johnny swim okay favorite vacation gatlinburg tennessee just the beach in general any beach those all sound good. I'm, I, I'm, I'm good with. Uh, that was a good speed round there. Yeah. 
I was creative that time. Favorite scent, you know. Favorite scent. Pulling that out. That <laughs> threw me off. It went from color to scent. <laughs> it's like, we're going to hit all the five senses. What's your favorite touch? <laughs> you got no, don't answer that. Don't answer oh that. Oh, my. Okay. You got, a, you got a certain texture you like? Moving on. <laughs> so let's, uh, why don't you guys just give us a little bit and let everyone know a little bit about you guys and how you guys met, your 10,000-foot view of how you met, came together, are together, and kind of to where you are today. Okay. So we had to plan this out because Sam's like, we need to plan this out. So I am going to talk about how we met. So we met at a children's camp. Um, me and my mom were speakers at this camp on the East Kentucky district and Sam came as a counselor and the first year her sister actually introduced her to me. Uh, yeah, her to me, but she, she wanted nothing to do with Ooh. me for a couple of years. <laughs> That's not I'm, true. The, the second year. I thought he was so cute. I remember thinking like on stage thinking well, obviously, he was so I mean. <laughs> cute, but I had a boyfriend. So mm. what was I to do? Nothing. Anyways, good choice. Dump it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So, yeah, so we met at children's camp. And then a couple years later, I get a a Facebook message from her asking about what are some good things to do that are Halloween in Cincinnati since I lived in Cincinnati and she lived in East Kentucky. So she had younger siblings. was like, hey, what's there fun to do there? I know you live there. I Um, had no intentions on doing anything fun in Cincinnati. Yeah. It was just an excuse, but yeah. mm-hmm. she's coming after you. <laughs> yeah. And so then we just started talking and then <laughs> Jones over there, man, <laughs> he's into the story too. Um, she invited me to a movie with her and her friends. And so I didn't know if it was a date or not. And then all of a sudden she said, Hey, my friends aren't coming. Do you still want to go? I said, okay. So she our, planned this whole thing. I know. Look at her. She, <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny about it is our first date was Waffle House. We met at Waffle House and watched a movie. Yeah, I like Waffle House. And a movie and ice cream. And ice cream. And it was cold. It was super cold. So, yeah. And so then we started dating. We got married. <laughs> I just skipped a lot there. We got married. And, uh, you know, I'm in ministry. I'm a youth pastor. And she's been a great partner. And we are now moving into what our fourth city yes um as being yeah. youth ba- pastors and i'll let her talk about the, the kiddos yeah that's, that's a lot of moving boxes yeah. exactly yes. <laughs> and when we move we're moving into a rental so it won't be too long till we're moving again so that'll be fun but anyways <laughs> kids um we moved to ashland in 2017 and then we had judah our son he's three and a half ish and then we just had twins five months ago esther and aaron oh yeah and how's that going it feels like it's been two years that we've had twins, <laughs> it, by it the way. does feel <laughs> a lot longer than five months like that when i think about it but well when yeah. you have them too it's hard to imagine your life without them now too and like what did life exist yeah what did life how did life exist before that it's hard to remember what it's like to just like have one baby yeah <laughs> or one <laughs> child weird. <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure just yeah. one child like how easy that was looking back on it yeah one to three pretty quick yes big yes. difference there yeah. got it done quick you know yeah that way they're all out of the house before i'm 50 <laughs> get them so. in get them out you go. I know it. that's all that's what i always say get them in get them out that's right <laughs> i'd rather i'd rather you know end of the end of our life be uh not raising kids <laughs> this is so silly <laughs> So for like, 
Oh boy, Joan. <laughs> He's really talkative tonight. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course he big is. Big ham. He he is a big ham, literally and metaphorically. <laughs> um so let's go ahead and dive into you kind of started to get there a little bit of but what does Parentling currently look like now? It's stressful. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I mean, really. I mean, because, you know, we went from one kid where um, one kid, obviously, your first kid, it's it's different. Your life changes dramatically. Um, yeah. But as we were talking upstairs, like, you can take turns with one kid and, and yeah. kind of be able to do stuff. But now that we have two babies, twins, and a toddler still, it's like when you get home, it's always kids, babies, and that's our whole life at home is babies, 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 feeding. Because, you know, feeding time, we both got to feed a baby. Yeah. We both got to yeah. change a baby. We're both putting a baby to sleep. So, I mean, we're both on all the time with the babies. Yeah. So. yeah. And still taking care of Judah. Yeah. Poor guy. He's watched so much TV in the last five months. <laughs> but he'll turn you know out fine. Though, yeah, you know what, like, though? Like, people need, people need to hear this, though, because, yeah. like, this is reality sometimes. Like you're in a situation where you go from one kid to three kids, two twins, two babies, like two twins. (laughs) (laughs) Two babies overall. Two babies. Yeah. Like we know how, like we know what it is with one baby, one new baby, like two new babies. I can't, I can't go there. Yeah. We, I think we underestimated when I was pregnant, how hard twins was going to be. Like <laughs> you think twins are like, Oh yeah, that's going to be hard. But it's real. Like we yeah. underestimated it. What? That first night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we slept literally for maybe 30 minutes. And I was thinking, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to survive. Yeah. So our twins were in the NICU for 26 days. So we thought that like when we brought them home, they'd be fine. Like they just know how to sleep by themselves. Cause they've been doing it for so long in the hospital. But that was not the case. So. Yeah, it's it's all new. It's different atmosphere, yeah. different whatever, which is a good thing, too. Yeah. yeah. So, w- with the way parenting looks now, like, what part of the day on the weekend? So, like, during the day, you both work. So, that looks a little different. But during the weekend, like, what part of your Saturday is the hardest part is it like the lunchtime nap time evening bedtime when is the morning what's the hardest part with twins i think it's the same as during the week is like it's around dinner time yeah where like one of us is trying to make dinner and one of us is and the other one's trying to corral the two babies and judah and try to eat dinner and usually (laughs) it's bath time after that so then one's doing bath and one's trying to clean up and so i just think that nighttime regardless is always the most chaotic because they're also getting tired too so you know they're just getting cranky around that time and it seems like nothing can calm them down so and i always do baths (laughs) (laughs) andrew volunteers to clean up dinner yes i become really good at cleaning yeah at dishes that's that's like justin and i just switched yeah Yeah. i always do bath well you do jones's bath Mm -hmm. and then i do the boys yeah and i clean up it's just funny because we used to trade like we used to kind of like nose goes who had to do bath time when it was just judah and now it's like no i'll do you volunteer now to Just do kind of what go into your roles. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, so looking back then, is this how you guys envisioned yourself as a parent? 
Go well, ahead. You go first. I don't... We never envisioned having twins. That's for sure. Like, mm-hmm. when we found out it was twins, it was very interesting. <laughs> like, we went, obviously, for our first ultrasound, and the the doctor was so nonchalant she's like oh there's two babies in here and we kind of laughed like oh that's a funny joke and she's like no seriously look at the screen and so we just laughed till we cried basically like (laughs) um but anyways as a parent as a mom um i don't know i don't really feel like i envisioned myself before i had kids i kind of have a unique like perspective when it comes to how I see myself as a mom because my mom and stepdad have foster kids. So Mm -hmm. I've been able to see them parent those kids and like recognize that some things about myself that's caused by their parenting. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, So yeah, I just definitely have realized some things that my parents did as when I was a kid that I don't want to do. Yeah. You know, I think we all probably feel that way about our parents to some degree. Yeah. Um, But I just think I have a unique perspective because I watch my parents regularly interact with young children. Like still. That they're raising. Yeah. Yeah, It's not their grandchildren. It's like kids that they're raising um, to see how they parented and like, oh, well, that's probably why I'm this way or that way. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And I didn't like, honestly, I didn't envision myself. Like I don't envision parenting and I never had a vision for what it was like a parent. I guess like if it was anything, it was like uh, going fishing and playing baseball and stuff like that. So like as like with like parenting or fathering babies, like I like the babies. Well, let's be honest. I didn't really, I don't really care for the baby stage. Yeah, it's okay. What Judah's, yeah, I'll say what Judah's going into now, like I love it. Like yeah. me and him get to wrestle on the bed and like I take him on adventures and go hiking. He loves fishing. So yeah. now I'm like getting more into it now. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's a lot of guys, dads. Yeah. Like any any if there is any parental vision into the future at all from a guy's perspective, I feel like it's always at the age of like playing T-ball and older. Yeah. Probably even older. Probably more like high school, middle school. <laughs> Watching them play football on Friday night. Yeah, and, like those are yeah. the things that you might envision. Yeah. And from a mom's perspective, like I can't I don't know, I feel like a lot of a lot of women like that you grow up with more of a mother like you play with dolls, you play yeah. with baby dolls and stuff like that. Well, it's, it's that different. nurturing like that nurturing aspect of girls not to say the guys don't nurture but just i don't know well i think it's biological not biological but i think it's like something that's natural with kids when judah or you know when our kids are hurt who do they want they want mom to comfort them usually and dad to rough house with and play baseball all that stuff yeah i think it's just that's why god made man and woman yeah But, but i think you made a good point sam when you said um just recognizing things that you want to do as a mom and or don't want to do as a mom based on how you were raised. And I think that's just important to say, like in general, I I read somewhere like we're going to mess our kids up in some way, shape or form, like as much as we don't want to, we are going to. And so I don't think it's a bad thing to say, like we all probably can look at our parents and say, yeah, I like that or I didn't like that or this made me the way I was good or bad. And maybe just, I don't know, try our best with how we, 
raise our kids. Yeah, I was thinking about that on the way here because um, I've heard you say that before. And to go along with that, this I heard it recently to always be praying for God to heal the wounds that you might unintentionally mm. like give your children because yeah. he's a, obviously he's able and capable of healing those wounds. Like, and we do things out of anger or, you know, it's not an excuse to just treat our kids however we want, but Amen, just to sister. keep, just to keep <laughs> continually pray to God to heal those wounds. Preach. Yeah. No, Preach. that's a good, that's a good thought and a good prayer and something that may go into the title of whatever this podcast <laughs> is. Because I, I think that's a good, like I've not thought of that before. Mm-hmm. I've never thought of that. And that makes, that makes perfect sense though. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. Um, I do want to touch on something. You said Judah, he's three and a half now. So were you guys always looking to have what are the, the twins about three years apart from him? No, no. So, I mean, you guys, um, yeah, no, it took us longer than hoped to get pregnant with the twins. Um, and so that was a lot of just waiting on God's timing and, um, to trust that it was going to come. And it was God's timing Cause the thing is yeah. like, like with Judah, she got pregnant pretty fast with Judah. And when we started with, uh, for the twins, obviously we weren't going for twins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who does necessarily? It, I mean, yeah, it took a year. <laughs> Andrew was, he's it, like, <laughs> this one's twins. I know it. <laughs> 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 Anyways. Um, no, but I mean, it was like perfect. We said it was God's timing. Cause like we were frustrated, like why in the world is it taking so long? Mm-hmm. But then when we realized it was twins, like, man, like if we would have had them, when we were trying yeah. mm-hmm. at first, like our lives would have been really stressful. Cause mm-hmm. then like that year, Judah became a whole lot more independent yeah. going to the bathroom and doing all those things to think like if we had like three in diapers mm-hmm. and, and not to mention we started trying like right when COVID hit. Mm. And so to think about having a baby through all of that, like obviously we're still on the tail end of it, but it would have well, been yeah. probably even more stressful. So we definitely said it was God's timing with those twins for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hard to see. So I, I know a lot, like, you know, we have a lot of different people that listen and I think it is just to know like God's timing in general. It's, it's easy to say and, and recognize once you're looking back, but in the moment is a hard feeling. Yeah. yeah. And I was actually thinking about this theme of like God's timing and the fact that we spent a lot of time waiting for the twins, but now we're in a season where like, we're like, Oh, what? Hang on God. Like, you know, when, cause we're about to move. Um, yeah. I think we said that in the beginning um, and we weren't necessarily like planning on it, um, but it was just something that God called us to. And it's like, sometimes you have to wait. And then sometimes it's like, okay, this is it. Like he's calling us there. We're going to go. And it just moves faster than you think. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. The twins definitely changed a lot of stuff in our life. Timing yeah. wise. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a perfect segue there of waiting on God's timing um, into the next question of, I said it in the last podcast. And I'll say it in this one of, I hate the way we have it worded of how does God fit into your life? Like God should be the main you know, gear priority and, you know, is in your life, not how does he fit in? Like, um, how is he a part of your day to day life? And how do you, you know, show, show, you know, Judah, you know, God and teach him about God and, and how does, 
you know, your faith become part of your daily routine in your family and in the way you parent. Yeah. So I'll start with like, how does it fit in with parenting? So like one of the biggest things that I noticed as Judah got older is that he'd mimic a lot of the things that we would do when we get frustrated. If I yelled or did something that Judah would do the same. And I remember one time I was reading something and it was saying, are you raising your kids to be sin confessors or sin concealers? Yeah. And the way that we react to things yeah. will cause that. And so I started thinking like, you know, God is our father. And that's what we refer to. God is our father. And if you look at the first human, Adam and Eve, when they sin, God knew they sinned. Just like when Judah does something stupid, I know he does something. Well, like God does, I do. I'm like, Judah, what happened? Because what did God do? Adam, Eve, where are you guys? What happened? Cain, where's your brother? He knows exactly what happened. But what God was wanting is, I want you to tell me what happened. I know already what happened, but I want you to tell me. And we do the same thing as parents. And so I kind of changed my thinking as a parent. Like, how do I parent Judah in a way that he is a sin confessor, not a sin concealer? He's not a he's not an able, uh, not, not a Cain or an Adam and Eve, but like he is able to tell me. And the thing is, like when you look at God, is when people do confess, you know, he doesn't come down with, uh, you know harsh you know wrath and stuff like that there's grace there but there's still also truth as well it's just that fine balance to walk um you know and then you think too that you know god doesn't bribe us and god doesn't punish us when we come to him when we come to him he comes he has open arms with forgiveness and grace even though there still is that truth like hey what you did was wrong yeah but i'm glad you're telling me and now maybe let's work on it yeah i i actually kind of remember we had talked about this. I think it was this past summer. We were talking about this. You were actually talking about this with me in the pool and Judah was confessing. (laughs) (laughs) And Judah and I were chilling in the pool (laughs) with the, with the other kids. Yeah. And, uh, you were, you were telling me a funny story about how you're teaching him to be a confessor and he like had killed a bug oh, or yeah. something. Oh yeah. You remember I that? Remember yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He found a like giant beetle or something in the pool skimmer. Right. And he smashed it. And he yeah. smashed it, but he confessed it and yeah. he's really good at that. <laughs> yeah. The thing is like, like he, if there is something, I'd be like, dude, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard it said before that like the way you react to your kids now is going to determine whether they come to you with the big things when they're like teenagers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's like kind of a scary thought if you think about it. But it's also like like on the opposite end of that, are we not doing enough? Because then like Judah acts like a jerk and it's like, man, like am I doing something wrong as a parent? And so it's like, you know, I always say there's that fine line of grace and truth and trying to walk that line yeah. that Jesus did is so well that I want to do with our kids. But, you know, it's just what we like to call sometimes the messy middle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Definitely messy. <laughs> so modeling is a big thing mm-hmm. for you guys then in that and can being a sin confessor. What are other things maybe you guys do daily routine wise or... Um, that you do personally to help you be become a better parent or yeah um i don't know routine wise like i try to give him like for example waking up in the morning i try to wake him up earlier than i need to to like give him that little bit of time to like do things his way or if he needs extra time um i don't know (laughs) i mean obviously we go to church every sunday and it's kind of the nature of his job 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a pastor. Always you know? there. <laughs> but Always. I do think it's good for Judah. Like he went with Andrew earlier, like early to church this last Sunday because I had something going on. And just to see Andrew there like serving, see us both there serving and um, just yeah. you know, doing what God calls us to do. Yeah, that yeah. too. I mean, like I always said, like the reason why I am so, and I don't want to, this isn't, I'm, this isn't going to sound humble, but the reason why I'm obedient is because I saw my parents do the same thing. When God called them, they moved across the country. And so I want to do the same thing with our kids that like when God calls us to do something that we do it out of faith. And so like us serving together and us doing things and maybe stuff that doesn't make sense to other people. Like I want to do it because I saw my parents do it. And so then I have that faith. I want them to have that same faith as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I too think it's important to note you know, I've watched and how you even bring Judah to, you know, like Andrew, your youth pastor, you bring him to the youth group sometimes and just the relationships that he's been able to build with the teenagers and whatnot. Um, His best friends. Exactly. He, no, he has, he told me the other day, he has teenager friends and little kid friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what he told me on Sunday. Well, and I can speak too. My dad was a youth pastor growing up. And so I remember all four of us kids getting in the in the car every, you know, Wednesday night or whatever night they had youth group and we'd go and truly those teenagers, I still remember them to this day. I mean, they had an impact on me. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, whether you guys realize it or not, you're probably, I want to say, benefiting Judah in that way. Mm -hmm. Good and bad. Because I can see the bad <laughs> oh where like gosh. he's just got a big ego and head yeah. one day. Because he walks into the room and they're all like, oh, Judah, he's here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's funny. That's uh, that's every kid's dream. Yeah, like that's exactly. everyone's dream of like how you walk into the room. You know, mm -hmm. was it? I saw I listened to a comedian one time and he was talking about like I want to like have so much money that like every time I walk into a room like doves, like <laughs> <laughs> I release doves into the room before me. I walk in slow motion. Yeah. I have an orchestra. Explosions behind. I have an orchestra that follows me everywhere I go. That gives me entrance music everywhere I go. That's awesome. That's going to be Judah. <laughs> At least he's going to think so. He's going to think that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like most kids walk into a room with 100 teenagers, very anxious. Yeah. And, but now, and nope. Run around, turn around. So I'm like, I don't know what he's going to be like when he's older. But <laughs> he's gained those social and confident skills yeah. already. Yeah, he'll be there confident. you go. Way he'll, to put a positive spin. Yeah. yeah, for sure, though. That's, that's a huge thing, especially mm -hmm. in today's world. Like, I mean, everyone's on their device. You know, mm -hmm. kids don't even know how to like order food at a restaurant. Like mm -hmm. their parents do it for them or yeah. they do it all online mm -hmm. or, you know, speaking to people is a very important skill to be able to have. And if, especially if you want to become a leader and you want to raise a leader. So, which mm -hmm. I think you guys will probably do. So, so it, my uh, favorite question, go ahead with your favorite question. My favorite there, dear. question. How do you find time as a couple with uh, five-month-old twins, five months, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, to grow in your marriage. <laughs> it's been increasingly difficult the last five months, but go ahead. You want me to answer this oh, one? Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we try to go out as much as we can, but I mean, right now it's just impossible. We were talking that like... We've, we've been on a date night, right? Yeah. We want just one? Since Maybe the twins. Maybe since the twins have been born? Yeah, one. Hmm. Well, and yeah. two, I mean, because, like, you know, we don't have any family around, like, to yeah. ask people to watch the twins and Judah. That's a big ask. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just hard to find. But we have an amazing person yes. here who does Yes, she's actually awesome watching job. her kids she's tonight. Right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. but, she's incredible. 
There what? aren't too many people that are greater than I will call her out. Then D. D is amazing. We call her our Mount Vernon mom slash the baby's grandma in Judah. But we've said, you know, like the thing that I think that helps us grow the most is our whole marriages. We've just served together Mm -hmm. uh, in youth ministry that I'm the youth pastor, but I really see us as a team because ever since we, we started, she's always been there. Even when we were dating, she's been there. And so like us doing it together, like we get to do things like we don't get to go out on dates much but you know what during the summer we get to go to camps mission trips and vbs's and put on kids christmas plays together directed a couple camps directed some camps and so like which doesn't sound super romantic but like doing it together is fun it's a lot of fun it's It's a common goal yeah yeah Yeah, that's true you work on teamwork and in a different setting because working on teamwork in your parenting world is a daily task, right. but it, to get out into something different is just a nice change of pace. But I think also though, it's like, it's important and it's okay. Like the stage of life you guys are in yeah. right this moment, like it's important for people to know, like you're not going to have a date night mm-hmm. as often as you did before mm-hmm. when you had one kid who was pretty chill and pretty easy to take care of and easy to find people to, to watch one kid like it there are seasons like that yeah. in, a, in a marriage in in your parenting stages where you don't have as much time to spend one-on-one mm-hmm. and that's okay mm-hmm. like now at some point like you know as they get older and become easier to take care of like you'll get that freedom back so mm-hmm. i think what i've found just personally is when we're in these seasons of we can't get have a lot of time to get away or the kids are just really young you know babies whatnot of course i don't have twins but i think it's just those silent not silent but those little phrases of you know telling each other thank you or how much we appreciate one another i think that can do a lot especially when you're in a season of busy and hecticness just knowing as like as a reminder to to be like yeah we are on the same team and we we are seeing what each other is doing or sacrificing in that day. Mm-hmm. So, so on to this question, I wonder like, so I do want to ask like, what is your advice to parents with young kids? But like to double down on that is what would your parenting advice be? Like what's your best twins advice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, if you could find both of those of, like general, I'll do general. You do twin. No, advice. I could just do, whatever <laughs> have a boy and a girl so you could tell them apart yeah. <laughs> there, that's perfect <laughs> other than that one other than that one i, I ruined that one for i you. always said what sam did best that like i didn't understand at first she did it with judah but it also was very important with the twins was being very heavy on a regimen schedule like like schedule 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 <laughs> which if you know me that's probably surprised because i'm not a super organized person but with the kids she was and i was like yeah oh, i'll just feed them whenever but like no she's like i gotta be on a schedule yeah. and with the twins man that's come in clutch to put them on a schedule because they've just progressed and you know sleeping all night a lot faster than probably what we thought they would and yeah yeah but that yeah I mean, pro- that's probably my best twin advice. You just gotta, you just gotta stick with it. You gotta keep a schedule, and or you're just gonna be feeding and doing it all all the time. And what, I will say, what about like getting them ready, or bedtimes, <sighs> or bath times? Any tips um, and tricks? I like to bathe them together. So we bought two smaller 
bath seats so that way we could I could just do them at the same time and I feel like it's fun because I get to splash around in there together <laughs> um yeah I mean everything else I mean we do together I mean we f- we change them at the yeah, same time and just gotta be a team feed them <laughs> I at guess the same the time advice. and put yeah. them to bed at the same time and teamwork makes the dream exactly work. I say that in my classroom <laughs> all the time <laughs> I will say this like you know when we first started like things seem like it was going to be impossible but just know this it goes fast mm-hmm. yeah. and it's starting like it's already starting to get a little bit easier yeah a little bit yeah before you know it it's they're going to be turning one right. i mean and they're going to be eating <laughs> i don't know like maybe it might there will be parts of it that are easier but i feel like we're finding this in parenting like things are easier but then it's something different. Yeah, it's a different so kind of So it's hard. a different kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Every stage, probably all the way up until they're out of the house. And then when they're out of the house, it's going to be a different kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's there's always that. I think you say there's a different kind of hard, but you also recognize the truth too. Well, this is easier too. So then you're not always looking at the negative. Yeah. <laughs> like you're seeing, like, yeah. you know, the, the portion that, Definitely. Isn't hard anymore. When you're not wiping <laughs> butts anymore, it's way <laughs> better. Double the double butts. the diapers, double the formula. Double the butts, double the fun. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness, that needs to be our new family motto. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I don't know. For parent, like general parenting advice, you I would have just any? watch. I they watch everything you yeah. do, and they will mimic everything. And. You do. I I take this to heart. I think because I did struggle like with self esteem. I guess when I was younger, but the way you speak to your kids is going to turn into their inner voice. When I first like heard that, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that struck me. Um, and so just to show them grace and but in the same breath, like you can't be perfect. So, yeah. but still, like to build them up instead of like constantly tearing dropping them down. knowledge bombs over here. Oh, this I mean, is good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> right. the last thing. What? So, final piece of encouragement of to parents, people in general. Like, what's the encouraging word that you would have for someone? Do you have anything? Who's going through the ringer right now as a parent? I think of what I said earlier that like when we were just got them home and it was really, really, really tough that I thought like this is never gonna end and it seemed like it was just a split second. Like at the time it took forever, but like those really hard times they'll mm-hmm. pass. Even their Nick you stay. Yeah. Like feels like forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mine would be um so on my second favorite podcast, because of course this is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I do. I like listening. Appreciate but that. I, Appreciate I listen that. every other week when you post one. Anyways, um it's this like mother and daughter duo was talking once um, and they were comparing parent parenthood to like being on a boat. And so the mother that had grown children compared her phase of parenthood to like just rowing down the lake. Like, you know, it's all you can invite your kids. If you do a decent job, like you have a good relationship with your kids, you have good. Yeah. But then it compared to like, the phase we're in being like rapids. Like you're just trying to keep everybody in the boat <laughs> safe. Nobody's like flying off. And like, so just the fact that like, I found that encouraging to think that it feels really crazy right now, keeping everybody in the boat 
in the rapids. But one day, if we do what God calls us to do as parents, we're going to be able to have that relationship with our kids to like really enjoy them and be friends. Yeah. Just I love that. Yeah. He said, I'm going to be lazy. I'm being a pontoon <laughs> boat with a motor. <laughs> That's right, baby. I'm not rowing. <laughs> I'll be pulling them on a tube behind me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds nice too. No, I love that. That's a really good um, visual, at least yeah. for me, and I'm sure it will be for yeah, others. Yeah, sometimes when it gets crazy, I just think, all right, we're just keeping them in the boat. That's it. That's our goal for today. Absolutely. Keep them alive. <laughs> Keep them alive. <laughs> Keep if them sometimes alive. it's all you can do as a parent, that's a good day. I mean, that's the key at this age, right? Mm-hmm. Keep them alive. <laughs> Survival. Keep them Survival. alive and pray they don't, they're not jerks. You know, turn yeah. out. That's yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, I think that's it. We've hit the questions. We appreciate you guys doing this and yeah. meeting with us. These, this is the last, like the last supper. Yeah, Aww, I was gonna say, say on a personal note, um, Justin and I are very privileged to have you guys be a part of our lives, and we're gonna miss you. Um, but yeah, my sister lives in that town, so <laughs> watch out. Yeah, Speak so up on we ya. won't miss you that much because we'll see you still. <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> we'll see you still. But thanks, guys, for coming Absolutely. on. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So we just got to keep them in the boat, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's what's most important, right? Keeping them alive. I mean, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> So everyone, we just hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation that we had with our friends, Andrew and Sam. Yeah. And uh, for us, we've got some wins and losses. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get it going. All right. I'll let you go because uh, I don't even remember. We tried to like talk about what were our wins and losses for the week. Mm-hmm. And I started by asking Clarissa, like, just tell me what even happened last week. I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember. So I'll oh. let you start. Okay. Well, um, so this week, our middle kid, Jace, had um, preschool orientation. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> so they just get to go for about an hour, 45 minutes and check out their room. And basically it's a time where parents get to turn in paperwork and you, you bring the kid along and yeah, they get a glimpse of him and he gets a glimpse of his teacher and whatnot. So we had that, but it was super exciting. I tried to, we did this with Jet last year too, but we try to make the day kind of special um, and kind of get him excited about preschool, even though he's not starting for a few more months. And so Jason and I got to have just a, a fun day together, a little bit of a day together. We got to meet you for lunch. Yeah. And um, I think it was just, it was fun. It was, it's always fun to get to be with um, just one kid sometimes. And it's always a win. Yeah. You get to listen to them. There's no, they're not being over talked mm-hmm. by, by someone else. So they, <laughs> they kind of get all of their words out. Mm-hmm. And you get to see even more of that personality, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy those days and I'm glad that we try to be, it does not happen very often, but we are still, I think, pretty intentional when when the time comes and doing that with them. Yeah. So that was your win? Yeah, that's my win. My overall win, just getting to spend some extra time with just Jace. Okay. I would say my win, well, this past weekend, soccer got canceled. So yesterday, 
or two days ago, as you're listening, the soccer got canceled. But um, the week before, I don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Clarissa is over here doing <laughs> charades, trying to tell me something, and <laughs> yeah, it was like Little Mermaid meets doggy paddling meets i'm not sure what you're talking about why don't you just say it no you should have just said no i really need to know because what i saw versus what's going to come out of your mouth i'm hoping they're at least similar i'll tell you when it's time for your loss because i just had an idea of something that was definitely a loss for you okay well i'll let you tell my loss then it is time for loss you didn't say your win. I know. We were supposed to start with losses. You always end on the high note. We messed this up already. Oh, my. That's okay. I guess I'll do my win. Okay. My win was so soccer the first week, which was last weekend. Yeah. And uh, I would just say overall, just doing the soccer thing, uh, coaching with Jet and Jace. And the big win. Well, this I, is your third season coaching soccer, little kid soccer. <laughs> Third season experience <laughs> yeah, coach yeah, over here. Yeah, me, the big <laughs> soccer coach. Yeah. The sport that I know nothing about oh, or very little. You've been watching some YouTube videos. I, I did last year. <laughs> I did last year. Now it's just like, oh, keep the cats herded and mm-hmm. make sure they have fun. That's the big thing. Yeah. You want them to want to come to soccer. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. So, uh, but practice, you practice for like 30 minutes and then you play and for like 30 minutes or something. And the, the win was that Jace, this is his first year. He's a three-year-old. So the win there is that Jace did the practice. He did the entire practice, which I was surprised about because one, he's a little bit lazy. He's got some lazy in him. And two, you know, it's just new. It's a, it's a new thing. And sometimes you want to run off the field. And he did a really good job during the practice. Yeah, he did. Uh, game, eh, I mean, <laughs> we'll get better. But uh, that was actually where Jet impressed me the most. So towards the end of the game part, he actually was doing a pretty decent job of dribbling the ball down the field and kicking the ball and sticking with it and going after it. So it was good to see they both had wins um, for themselves. Uh, yeah. You know, at different degrees, but um, mm-hmm. for each of them, they each had a win. So it was a successful day. Anytime you see your kids have a win like that, uh, you give them praise, you know, give them the pat on the back, tell them how proud you are of them and, and hope that they want to keep doing it. And so, then go out for McDonald's. And then go out for McDonald's. <laughs> so that was my win. Yeah, two good wins. So what was, what was my loss? <laughs> My charade moment over here. Yeah, I have no idea what you're doing. She, she started like, I don't even know what. I was just watching her and I was okay, trying to talk okay. and I was like, I can't go on without just t- addressing this because <laughs> my mind was just, you bewildered me. Well, I was thinking, I know this past week, I had to stay at work later. And on that day, I remember you saying, I was trying to do something fun. We were going to go to Taco Bell. You brought the Taco Bell back. <laughs> and then you can maybe finish what your yeah. loss might be after that. Yeah. That was my charade moment. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> this is even funnier now. 
<laughs> this is even funnier seeing what you did oh man i wish we had video for this <laughs> yeah versus what the actual story is so the other night uh yeah you were gone i decided we're gonna do something fun because what's fun is dad not cooking so let's go through you guys where do you want to eat i'll get you food from wherever you want they chose taco bell which was surprising but not so surprising because they want slushies. Yes. That's the only reason they <laughs> really want Taco Bell is for a slushie. Yep. So we go get Taco Bell and I just get the boys set up. I actually had put the baby in his high chair first. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, he's been sitting in his car seat for a little while. I'll let him crawl around first before I put him in the high chair. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get the boys food ready. So I get the boys, I set up like a little white table for them to have the special time of eating in front of the TV because it's just dad. And so they get to watch TV while they eat dinner and Mm -hmm. I get their Taco Bell set up, their cheesy roll-ups and some cinnamon twists. So nutritious. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Maybe this could be a loss in more ways than one. Mm. But so they're sitting there and Jones is, I'm trying to get Jones's stuff cut up and ready so I can put him in the high chair and give him his food. And all of a sudden, I hear a crash, crash, crash. <laughs> and I look over, and Jones had pulled the table that the boys were sitting at over on top of him. See so this table sitting on top of him, fell back, <laughs> had, had to have hit his head. There were cinnamon twists and cinnamon all over the floor, <laughs> everywhere. And it was like, I was so mad. Oh, man, I was mad. But that was a big loss. Like in that night, that moment, you know, you you get so frustrated. You're like, I tried to do something fun. I tried to do something nice. Mm-hmm. And it just backfires. Mm-hmm. And But it was, yeah, that was definitely my loss. Because I didn't react the best either. I would put that in my not top 10 reactions to an incident. <laughs> <laughs> but it ended up being okay. So yeah. everyone was safe mm-hmm. and the cinnamon twists were picked up and eaten. <laughs> and, there you go. And the, hopefully I got all the cinnamon out of there. I don't know. There's still maybe cinnamon underneath the TV stand. Mm. I did my best. Yeah. That's all right. You're going to go up and check. Probably. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> and what was your loss, Miss mm. Charades? Um, My loss actually happened today it, it turned it was starting out as a win it it went to a loss and you don't even know this okay you were gone so that's part of the losses you were gone for a little bit um and it was time to give the the boys a bath the baby a bath so i fill up the little the water just a little bit and i i put jones in and um, he's taking a bath and the boys are doing whatever they do when i'm busy <laughs> And then I said, hey, uh, Jace, you want to get in the bath with Jones? And Jace says, yeah, sure. Okay. So Jace comes over. And then Jet uh, says, I want to take a bath too. And so I was like, oh, okay. So we'll have all three boys in the bath at the same time. Um, Thought that was a win. And then it kind of went south quickly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine putting all three of them in the bathtub at the same time. <laughs> oh, Jones, Jones was loving was it. probably the craziest one. He was. At one point, he was like all the way uh, sprawled across both of their laps on his belly, 
trying to reach certain toys and that <laughs> <laughs> and then i was like okay this is not safe so then i um i got him out and the other two were in there which is pretty normal and then they decided it would be fun to like turn on just straight cold water so then there was some freak out moments. So I don't know if, that, if that's a huge loss, but it was kind of like a... Uh, it was probably stressful. It's a stressful yeah. situation. Yeah. You know, again, hilarious. From my seat, that was a really funny thing. Just like probably from <laughs> your seat, the mm-hmm. uh, flipping the table <laughs> <laughs> and cinnamon twist. It was raining cinnamon twists. I can literally just imagine. What a great title, Raining Cinnamon Twist. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, it just goes back to that like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. I can handle this, yada, yada. And then it's like, what was I thinking? Yeah. But. You have a lot of those. I know. You underestimate. more than I can choose. You underestimate <laughs> how hard things are going to be. Yeah. But another one, a uh, short one, is just today, too. I had, um, Jet was helping me with yard work, and I was here by myself. Dude, yeah, so. kid's a worker, man. Yeah. So, yeah, don't uh, don't underestimate what your kids can do to help, even if it's something little. They may like it. He's a number one stick picker-upper. Mm-hmm. He's for hire. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kind of. No. no, I'm kidding. Yes, you are kidding. All right. All right. Well, I think that's it for you and I. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Sam and Andrew and Clarissa and I's conversation and Mm -hmm. hope you get something from it and let us know. Um, You can help us out by liking. Liking us on Facebook. On Facebook and following us on. On Instagram, Snack Time with JNC, Facebook, Snack Time with Justin and Clarissa. And uh, feel free to comment or share a post. We'd love it. Yeah, and if you subscribe, leave a review, whatever, on whatever platform you listen to, it helps whatever. Yeah, it the helps. Algorithms, yes. I don't really know. I hear people, smart people say this on other podcasts all the time, <laughs> so I figured I'd say it too. No, it, def- it definitely does. So. It helps the algorithms and helps um, our name to come up to the top when you search. All right. Everyone, take care. Have a great week. See ya. Bye. Peace.